Hello, and welcome to Fine Wine, where I whine about media that may or may not have aged, like fine wine. I'm the ornament that you put up on your Christmas tree last year, but when you were taking down your decorations, you dropped it and it shattered. So this year, you tried to find an ornament that's just like it, but you couldn't, so now you're super sad about it, because that one was like your favorite ornament. Um, and I have new episodes coming out every Tuesday and Thursday. Now, today, I'm talking about the 1947 rom-com called The Bishop's Wife, also known as Carrie and the Bishop's Wife, or known by another title, Honey, So Eat, Qui, Mal, E, Pense. I love my pronunciation. It's always spot on and perfect. Um, now, if you can, like, guess from the title... The second title that I said, Carrie and the Bishop's Wife, um, Cary Grant is the star of the film. Now, this is a Samuel Goldwyn production, um, so it's, like, very much in, like, that sort of era. Well, obviously, it's from the 40s, late 40s, um, but it also stars Loretta Young and David Niven. I love me some David Niven. David Niven, love him so much. Casino Royale, the one from the 60s. David Niven is the best James Bond, and I will stand by that. Um, even if he's not, like, an official James Bond. He is in my heart. And that is the only James Bond film in my book. Um, I'll probably talk about Casino Royale when it's not, like, the Christmas season. Because I have to do Christmas films and maybe some Chahanaka films. Because, you know, I do have a giant menorah. Um, but... Since we're on the topic of, like, the, I guess, sort of things around this, what? Yeah, around, like, the actors and stuff. Um, I guess I can, like, talk about the remake that they have called The Preacher's Wife. Different entity from The Bishop's Wife. Oh my god, I just said Bishop's Wife. Honestly, might be a little bit of the truth in this film. Uh, Wait, no, not The Bishop's Wife's. Because the bishop's actually such a sweetie. Um, But it was remade in the 90s and 96. And it stars Denzel Washington and Whitney Houston. What? Whitney Houston? What are you doing here? That's so wild. I think I might have to watch the remake. Because that sort of floored me. But I just have to say, I rewatched this film. But the first time I watched it was literally in June of this year so I watched like a Christmas film in June no idea why I did that um but I did that so you know um this film is 109 minutes long so how long is that an hour and 49 minutes so almost two hours long it's a bit long in the tooth but it's a Christmas film that you're probably gonna like watch with like your family or something So you need something to discuss in that time, and in the times that you're not talking, it's on film, so it's, like, fine. Um, This made 3 million USD in um, the box office, which is, I don't know, pretty good for the 40s, I guess. But they don't have anything on, like, the um, budget. And since it stars Mr. Cary Grant, Loretta Young, and David Niven, it must have been a pretty penny, Like, it must have been a lot. 
but it's same old Goldwyn, so it's like they probably have like a whole vault of gold or something because they are just pumping out films in this time, you know. Um, but oh my god, before Samuel Golden Productions were Samuel Golden Productions, wow, I've seen a few films from before then. That those were a trip, weren't they? Um, but anyway, yeah, when it was just Goldwyn Pictures, that was a trip. Um, that was also a long ass time ago. Anyways, I think I should, like, start discussing, like, the, mm, sort of plot of the film. Or, no, first I'm going to talk about the little drama behind it, because there was a little bit of production mishap in it. Um, Samuel Goldwyn... As the head of Goldwyn Pro- Samuel Goldwyn Productions, um, he replaced the first director that they had, um, William Sater, with a new director, Henry Coster. But, like, he wanted, like, a completely different film from what they were, like, doing. Um, because apparently when they were, like, showing the audiences in, like, early screenings, the audience didn't like it. Um, but my question is, how do you, like, create a completely completely different film just by changing directors when you're literally making a film that's based off of um a novella like you have to follow the plot somewhat you know also apparently people avoided this film because they thought that it was religious now that's so hilarious honestly i almost fell for that too um because you know the bishop's wife they really should have called it something else what else could they could have what else could they have called it? Mm. Uh, Christmas Miracle. Angel f- Carrie the Angel. Or Carrie as the Christmas Angel. You know, like they could have named it something like that. They literally had to reprint all of their fucking posters with a giant black box that says, Have you heard about Carrie and the Bishop's Wife? Because people thought it was religious, and they were like, God, we need to do something. We have to use Cary Grant's name even more. Oh my god, it's so... It's such a mess, I think. Um, because, like, they literally tried to rename it after, after like, they went through everything already. It's so embarrassing. So embarrassing. But apparently, it definitely increased the business profits by, like, 25%, which is insane. Um, But, yeah, whoever named this... Whoever decided to name the film The Bishop's Wife... um, Well, it's literally the same name as the novella. Or they could have been, like, based on The Bishop's Wife. Um, I don't know. Something... But clearly it was not the right move for them to go with the bishop's wife. And honestly, I almost didn't watch it because I thought that it was like some heebie-jeebie religious hoodoo-voodoo stuff, you know. Um, But it wasn't. It was like Christmas film. But literally, aren't all Christmas films sort of religious because Christmas is like a Christian holiday? So it's like all in all religious? I don't know, babe. Hmm. Like, why would you avoid a Christmas movie because you think that it's religious? You're literally celebrating Christmas. Something's not mathing in my brain right now. Something's not mathing. 
something's not making sense something's not connecting because like what literally christmas is a religious tradition even though it's like not really like even though you can celebrate it as like separate from religion it's like why would you avoid a christmas film just because you think that it's religion well no i do get that sort of but it's like it i mean it doesn't even like give off like religious vibes literally the poster is Cary grant holding loretta young um while they're skating on the ice with david niven in the background with his head just popping out like you don't get like big religious vibes from it at all makes me wonder if like the sister act being called the sister act put people off because they thought that it was like religious or, religious or something insane this is mm, would i be good at market marketing stuff i don't know probably not because i would probably insult the buyers and then my firm would fire me because our profits would go down lol <laughs> Um, but as a consumer, I am an expert. Um, so anyways, I'm going to get into the plot of this because I think I've gone on a bit too long, um, about like outside stuff that aren't necessarily the meat of the film. Um, so yeah. So we start off with our homeboy, Mr. David Niven playing a bishop. Um, now... Let me just say again, I do love me some David Niven, um, even in some of the films where he is, where it's a little bit more serious, or like, he is supposed to be doing something that's like not very, not very morally right, I still can't help but root for him. He just has like that sort of personality where like, I'm just gonna root for him no matter what, even if he's a bitch, I'm gonna root for him. He just has that sort of personality. Um, like, bless his heart. Um, and he sort of got the short stick in this role because he is playing the bishop named Henry. And he is trying to, um, fund the building of a cathedral. Uh, and he's having a bit of trouble for this because getting the money is really hard. Nobody's wanting to donate to him. And he's, like, having... He's, like, very stressed about it, you know? Um, so, like, he is in his little study, and he's like, God, dude. Well, not God, dude. God, dude. God, please give me, like, some money or, like, help with this, please. Um, because he is, like, having trouble but in his study he also has a dog with him named queenie now queenie is such a cutie um and yeah so also let me say this their house ma'am why don't you just fund the building of the cathedral yourself because you sort of look quite well off like they have a giant foyer they have grand staircase they have it's literally like a really posh house so where are the money where are the money problems coming from like come on dude but mr henry broham broham is having a bit of trouble and he prays and him 
his prayer is answered when this dude um, that doesn't yet have a name just shows up in his room, materializes. And Mr. Henry, he is like correctly like, what the hell are you doing in, um, what the hell are you doing in my study? How did you get in here? Like something isn't adding up. When did you get in here? I didn't hear anything happen. Even Queenie isn't barking at you. So like what, what's going on here? Um, now this angel, he eventually says, my name is Dudley. Ma'am, you're an angel. You can choose any name and you choose Dudley. Um, so he's like, oh yeah, by the way, um, yeah, the reason I'm here is because I'm answering your prayer. So like, you called me here. It's your fault that I'm here. Um, so Dudley is here and he is... Mr. Henry is just, like, sort of taken aback. Mr. David Niven does his, like, facial expressions where he's like, ma'am, what the hell are you talking about? This is so crazy. I don't know if I should believe you. Um, but you said that you're going to help me get funding. So I may as well just see how this goes. So the next day, Mr. Dudley shows up and he, like, it's sort of like acting like a stalker. Like, ma'am, if you told me that this was, like, a horror movie... I would have believed it because Mr. Henry, he like peeking out the windows, like checking to see if this dude is going to show up. And he's like jump scared by the dude, like peeking through the window and being like, oh yeah, I'm on my way. Um, and then he knocks on the door and it's like, hmm, you know, the door's like answered by Mr. Henry's wife. Um, his wife is named Matilda. Now, Matilda is like... No, not Matilda. Matilda's the daughter. I'm sorry. Um, I got that mixed up. Matilda is the daughter, and she's like instantly like, Oh my god, I love you, Dudley. You're like so great. Because also, at the same time, when Mr. Henry's trying to get these funds for the cathedral, because it's like his job, um, his wife and his daughter are like becoming estranged, and especially his wife. His wife's definitely not happy about this. She's like, why can't we just, like, go back to how we were before um, in, like, our small church and just be, like, happy and stuff? Um, no, ma'am, he's doing his job. If you want to, like, help him, help him, like, gather funds or something. Don't just, like, complain to him or something. But, again, this is the 40s, so we did not like our women doing stuff back then. <laughs> Oh my god, it sounds so horrible, but I guess that's, like, the truth of the matter. Um, because Miss Julia, the wife, who's played by, um, uh, Loretta, Loretta Young. Wait, where did I get Matilda from? Matilda? What? Um, no, the daughter's name is actually, um... Uh, Debbie. Yeah, Debbie. The housekeeper is Matilda. Ma'am, I don't know how I got all these names messed up. But the wife is Julia, the daughter is Debbie, and Matilda is the um, housekeeper. Um, so Matilda, she's like instantly whipped by Mr. Mister Dudley. I don't know how she got whipped by him when um, his name is literally Dudley. That's like... Almost, that's almost as bad as Pugsley. Um, but Julia is like, hmm, that's like, you're, so you're helping out, like, um, 
my husband gather funds. That's great. Like, that sounds so fun. Um, and, like, literally everybody around Henry is, like, instantly, like, drawn to Dudley. Like, Henry's, like, so sus about this whole thing. And he's like, bro, why is everybody liking you so much? Like, why am I the only one that's, like, not literally, like, falling at your feet? But the weird thing is, is that, like, Dudley finds himself, like, drawn to Julia. Mm. Red flags, red flags, red flags. But let me say this. If I was Julia, I would not look at Mr. Dudley for a second because in my in my humble opinion that is the only opinion that matters um David Niven is hotter than Cary Grant um there I said it brave I am brave David Niven hotter than Cary Grant period period exclamation point press send shut off the phone not waiting for a response that is the truth um, I don't know if it's the truth, but that's definitely my opinion. Um, so, like, Mr. Dudley's, like, walking around with, um, Julia, and Mr. Dudley ends up, well, they're, like, out shopping because Mr. Dudley's, like, let's spend time together because he, like, seems sad. Um, Ma'am, why are you like this is this is like so sketchy. This is like ask this is like begging for an affair. And Miss Julia, she's like, Okay, yeah, let's go out and have some fun. Now obviously Mr. Henry, he is not a big fan of this situation because his wife is going around with this young, spry, handsome angel, because he's the only one that knows he's an angel, like a literal divine being. Um, so he's, like, obviously a bit sus about the situation, um, and he is, like, growing jealous because, like, obviously, um, because he didn't ask for Dudley to show up, he didn't ask for Dudley to take his wife out on a date, um, so, you know, he's, like, wanting Dudley out, Dudley out, and honestly, I am the same, Dudley out. But Mr. Dudley and Julia run into um, a professor, a man named Professor Wutheridge. Um, And they run into him because he used to be like, I think he used to be the professor of either Matilda, not Matilda, of either Julia or um, Henry. And he like went to the church that they used to like run. Um, and this professor guy, he's like, hmm, you shouldn't, like, trust, like, you shouldn't trust Dudley, like, immediately, um, because Dudley, like, produces, well, he doesn't produce yet, but he reads, um, some of the professor's work, because the professor's, like, in a slump, and he's, like, Mm, well, Julia, let's have, like, a drink together because it's Christmas. Let's get in the jolly spirit. Um, and Dudley ends up, like, refilling this professor's glass as soon as it's empty without him noticing with, like, magic. Um, so he just, like, gets the professor, like, drunk on his ass. 
Um, and he reads through, like, the professor's work, and he's like, oh, yeah, by the way, this is, like, actually what happened in this history, because I was there, LOL. Um, and he gives the professor, like, this lucky gold coin um, that turns out to be, like, a priceless lost artifact of, like, a lost bygone era. Um, and the professor's like, oh, my God, is this even real? Should I trust you with it? Now, ma'am, I'm, like, with the professor on this. You shouldn't trust him. But he still takes the coin. Now, Dudley explaining what this coin is to the professor is, like, me when I lie. Me creating up random stories um, to try and get away with something. Like, it's so funny seeing him explain it. Because it's, like, I don't know. Something about it. It's just, like... The delivery, the confidence, it just is like, wow, okay. Um, so, while he, as I, and he, by he I mean Dudley and Julia are out, um, Henry's obviously at home and he is like stressed about the funding. So he ends up going to one of his wealthy patrons that, um, he, that was, like, expressing interest in the cathedral if it were to be, like, built in part as memorial to her, um, late husband. So he goes over to her house, um, and, like, greets her, and he ends up sitting down on a chair, and the chair is, like, covered in shellac, so he ends up getting stuck to the chair, now, ma'am, who else could have done this to this chair? Who else knew that he was going to go to this woman's house? None other than Dudley. Mm-mm-mm. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. This angel's giving me super bad vibes. Get him out. Bad vibes? No, no, no. Get out of here, Dudley. Um, like, this is what gets me the most. Like, sure... Hang out with his wife all you want because that's also on her. But now you're just like screwing around with like his work matters as well. Like that's so not it. Um, but anyways, um, Dudley then shows up after um, Henry is like embarrassed by getting stuck to the chair and. It turned, and Dudley is the one who ends up convincing this wealthy lady to donate her money um, to like homeless people, like to feed and clothe the people that need it, instead of donating to the cathedral. Um, like, wow! Not only did you like glue him to a chair, then. You tell this woman that he was about, that Henry was about to, like, lock down as a donator to his cathedral. You convince her to instead use that money for something else. Ooh, right in front of Henry, too. That's low. Mm -mm -mm. So, I was like, Dudley is such an insufferable prick. Um, but, like, um, Dudley and Julia end up going on, like, another 
date and they are like going to um, an outdoor skating pond um, and he ends up casting a little magic on Julia because Julia can't skate for shit and he ends up doing a little magic on her and then they are able to like skate like super good like pros almost um and he like goes and does like a single axle um and they do like um a very basic couple skating um and the taxi driver that they were with um he gets a little bit on magic too so he gets like a free ride from the taxi driver on the way back um so the taxi driver he's like where do you want to go but then dudley's like "Mm, can you just drive around the park a few more times let's spend a bit more time together and he's in the car alone with julia man this is so suspicious Mm -mm -mm. if i was julia julia should know what she's doing julia i feel like she knows what she's doing she knows what she's doing wrong. She's literally been going on dates with this random dude that showed out of nowhere that her husband clearly doesn't like, um, that clearly has an interest in her. And she's just, like, still, like, I don't know, man. It's, I don't know. Cheaters get on my nerves. Like, especially Dudley. Dudley, he's an angel, and angels aren't trifling bitches. Well, actually, they are. In the Old Testament, they are sort of um, evil, evil creatures. So, I don't know. Can't say much about that, you know. Um, but he, Dudley also like does a lot of magic on the um, Christmas tree that Henry had decorated himself. So when Henry sees this, he's like, oh, what the hell happened here? Um, And Dudley does, like, other angelic things, I guess, like buying buying Julia a hat that she was staring at in the window when they went on their first date together, um, but that she couldn't buy because she and Henry were saving up money. So he buys her this expensive ugly ass hat um and obviously when henry sees it he's like where the hell did you get that hat and then she's like oh yeah dudley dudley got it for me Ooh, girl Mm -mm -mm. wearing a gift from the man that you've been going on dates with in front of your husband Mm -mm -mm. no something's not right here something's not right even if you're mad at your husband he hasn't done anything bad except for be super stressed about work Like, he hasn't been, like, abusive. He hasn't been... He hasn't raised his voice at either his kids or at his wife at all. All, like, all that has been, like, happening is he's just been so stressed about getting the cathedral funded that... Um, he hasn't been able to, like, spend as much time with his wife or child, which, like, is important, but so is his job. But what is Miss Julia doing? She's not even spending time with her own daughter. She's literally just going out with dates with this random dude, and she's not 
spending time with her own daughter either. So it's like, you can't even be mad at your husband because you're doing what he is doing, but like with another man. <gasps> oh my God. But then Dudley does like other angelic things as well. Like um, going to this old church and teaching the boys how to sing. And Julie is like, oh my God, that's so sweet. I didn't know that you could do that. Um, Like, Oh my god, this is like borderline cheating. <laughs> so painful. Um, but um, Henry's sermon, he's like struggling to type out the sermon. Because obviously, if I were him, I would be losing faith in God because he sent down this trifling ass angel to seduce my wife and ruin my life. Um, but Dudley re majiggers um, Henry's sermon. And it's like. Mm -mm -mm. that's not very fun but when like the um I guess climax of the film happens climax there's not really like an overarching um plot but it's more like I guess like a montage of watching a man lose his mind and his wife another man on the side that's an angel that was supposed to help him um but Dudley like near the I guess like near the most important events of the film goes to Juliet he's like I have another assignment coming up but what if I don't go we can stay together instead um it's like bro he's like been doing all of this shit deliberately to like I don't know, get on her good side, seduce her. Like, literally, he's been trying to seduce her. That's so low. Like, going for a married woman. Uh, especially since she has a child already, too. And her marriage isn't even bad. Oh, my God. Um, but Julia's like, what do you mean? I have no idea what you mean. Like, stay together? Hmm. But then eventually she's like, hmm. Actually, I think it's time for you to move on. Um, LOL. Um, but then Dudley goes to, like, Henry, and he's like, I envy you. Um, and it's like, so Dudley was trying to get with the wife this whole time. The romance of the film isn't even between the husband and the wife. It's between the angel and the wife. <sighs> this is supposed to be, like, a Christmas rom-com, not, like... Oh my god. But then... Um, Henry, again, is, like, sort of pissed. Because he's like, bro, so you're doing all this out of your jealousy of me having, like, a great wife? Because, like, Henry, this whole time, he hasn't stopped loving his wife. He's like, I love my wife. I love my child. But I need to get this done so that we can, like, live. Um, but... Um, Henry's sort of like, Dudley, what the hell have you been doing? Because... We haven't gotten any closer to getting funding for the cathedral. And the whole thing has been like train crash, crash and burn. But then Dudley's like, well, when you prayed to God, you didn't ask for the cathedral to get funded or built. You asked for like spiritual guidance. So Henry's like, oh my God, what the hell? So apparently I guess for... Henry, that's like, um, revelation, um, and 
whatever. But Dudley's job is now done. So he is like leaving the house because his job is done. Um, And he goes to Julia and he's like, I know you love your husband, so I'm going to leave and we'll never see each other again. Bye. Um, But everybody, when he's leaving, even Julia's like, no, Dudley, don't go. We're so sad. Blah, 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 blah. Um, And it's like, I don't know. I just can't. I just can't with Julia. Julia or Dudley. I can't with either of them. Um, But luckily, once Dudley leaves, all of their memories of him, poof, gone. They don't remember anything about him. That's the best part of the film. Um, and Henry reads his sermon and he thinks that he wrote it because obviously Dudley didn't yet exist, doesn't exist in their minds, which is what I want to do. I want to erase Dudley from my mind. Um, but when, um, when they are, when they're listening to Henry's sermon, Dudley watches from the street and he's happy that his work and his mission have been completed. Um, now, eat shit, Dudley. I'm glad Julia chose Henry, but really, Julia doesn't deserve Henry. Um, Henry is a gem. She doesn't deserve a husband like him. He didn't go on dates with Dudley when Dudley literally showed up for him. He didn't do that. Instead, he was trying to literally do his job. Mm. So, you know, like, even when Julia and Dudley went skating together with the taxi driver, the taxi driver was even like, even though he was charmed by Dudley, he was still like, hmm, that's a little bit shady that, because he's like, hmm, where do you want me to drop you and your wife off? Um, and Dudley's like, oh, she's not my wife. Um... But we, can you drop us off at this address? Because her husband's getting home. And the taxi driver, he's like, what? Y'all ain't a couple. That's shady. Um, so, you know, like even this taxi driver who was like, um, charmed by Dudley is still like, that's suspicious. That's shady. Like, oh my God. How is Dudley supposed to be an angel? He's literally the devil. No, even the devil wouldn't be this cruel. But yeah, that's the film, The Bishop's Wife. Um, May as well be called David Niven's character is a lovable oaf. uh, Because literally, most of the... Everything that David Niven and how he plays um, Henry, it's like very charming. Everything he does is like very charming. Um, Maybe not in like... um, a super suave type of way, but it's, like, charming, I guess, in, like, a dorky way. Um, but then, like, his wife gets swooped up by this angel, but then I guess it's all good because she ends up choosing him in the end, choosing um, her husband in the end, which shouldn't have even been a choice that she had to make because, you know, you know, 
if she was really unhappy, she should have just divorced him, get it over with. Don't make him stay in this relationship any longer if you're not fully in it. That's my advice for you, you all. If you're in a relationship and you don't really want to be in it, then get out. You don't deserve to do this to yourself. And the person that you're dating doesn't deserve to have their time taken up by somebody that doesn't want to be um, in a relationship, you know, with them specifically, you know. So it's just like better for everyone if you end like unwanted um, romantic endeavors once you don't feel like you want them anymore. Don't stay don't stay in it out of obligation. Because um, I sort of feel like that's what um, Julia does. So, you know. You know, this was supposed to be a Christmas film, but it ended up just souring my mood. Overall, though, the production quality and the acting was great. David Niven, again, I think he carried this film. Um, all I got when it was Cary Grant and Loretta Young on the film was stressed because I was like, ma'am, this is cheating, isn't it? And I'm like, yeah, it is. Um, so, yeah. That is The Bishop's Wife, 1947. Um, and I'll wind to you next time, probably with another holiday-themed film. <laughs>